Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, yeah, how was your weekend? <laughs> Busy. I put a bunk bed together. How about yours? Uh, it was good. I did a bunch of stuff. I went. I went on the first... Like I went to a restaurant uh, for the first time in a long time, uh, you know, since the pandemic started. So I, I had to be social again. Yeah. Uh, so that I did that. Uh, I finished Dead Space, and uh, I watched That's an accomplishment. It, this morning I watched Talking Shop of Mania too. So I'm going to review that later in the show. I'm assuming you didn't get a chance to watch that. I have you not were gone. Had a chance to watch it yet, but I, I look forward to checking it out at some juncture. Yes. Uh, well, I'll talk about it, bro. I'll, I'll give you the scoop on it there you go. Uh, there briefly you go. later on in today's show. Uh, but, of course, this is news beef, and then we're going to answer some of y'all friendos' questions. But let's get into it, Larson. What's in the news? So, of course, we uh, on Friday, late Friday afternoon, we did an emergency news brief emergency. about Zelina Vega being released by WWE. And uh, after that, several reports have sprung up uh, offering some potential details on what led to her parting ways with the company. PW Insider reports that, quote, multiple WWE sources have confirmed to PW Insider that today's was issued on Friday. Today's release of Zelina Vega was fallout from last month's edict that talents dropped the relationship with third party entities such as Twitch, Cameo, etc. in favor of World Wrestling Entertainment spearheading those relationships and fielding uh, talents out as part of their contractual duties. They continue. WWE sources indicated that Vega had been extremely vocal about maintaining her Twitch account after the edict was ha- had been handed down. That led to some WB talents who reached out to PW Insider tonight wondering if she had been released to, quote, send a message to everyone else to make sure they follow the company's request regarding third-party entities. Uh, on a uh, recent episode of Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Dave Melser added some additional information per chance. So these transcripts are from WrestlingNews.co. So essentially, as everyone knows, this is Dave. Do you want to do your Dave voice for this, Steve? 
No, but I'll read it if you want. All right, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, I'm really tempted to do my Dave Meltzer, but I'm not. Well, going you can to. start, and then if you if you don't want to, you don't have to. Nah. So he said. So essentially, as everyone knows, the talent was given a time frame to get rid of their Twitch and Cameo accounts. During that time frame, Zelina Vega didn't get rid of it, and she opened an OnlyFans account. She doubled down. That's awesome. Uh, now, uh, just to clarify here. When you say OnlyFans, there are more things for OnlyFans than pornography. Hers was a cosplay OnlyFans account. Correct. Correct. Uh, so he continues. The backstory on this, and it's funny because one person kind of told me when the thing went down that there are a couple of women that are making more money with their social media than they are making with WWE, and they're going to be really interesting, and one of those was Zelina Vega. On her Twitch, she's making a lot of money. And so it's like, what do you do in that situation? And I think she made her choice and they had to fire her. And then right before it got out that she was fired, she made a tweet about how she supports unionization, which she has said before. I mean, it's not like that's the first time she said that. And that did play into some of it. Although I thought she was, uh, she was fired. She made a tweet about how she poured right before it got out that she was fired. She made a yeah. tweet. Yeah. So she yeah. was fired yeah. prior to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then today, Sports Illustrated's Justin Brasso is reporting that, quote, WWE confirmed to Sports Illustrated that Trinidad, that's uh, 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 Zelina Vega's, I believe her shoot name is Thea Trinidad, at least it's one of the names she wrestled under prior to WWE. Uh, I'll double check that. All right. Was terminated right. for breaching her contract while mentioning that WWE felt, quote, directly challenged when Vega opened an OnlyFans account earlier this month. Uh, Sports Illustrated adds, quote, it's Thea? Uh, it's Thea, yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought so. Was one of now, it's now it's budging. Yeah. Uh, budging. More from SI here. WWE, specifically McMahon, considered this a breach of contract and responded by terminating Trinidad's contract. Sources close to WWE informed Sports Illustrated that following discussions regarding Twitch, upper management felt Trinidad boxed them into a difficult situation by opening the OnlyFans account. As unpopular as this new policy is among talent, Trinidad's dismissal serves as a sobering reminder that the new policy is going to be strictly enforced. So essentially... What PW Insider said, uh, she uh, was fired to, for WWE to show off, hey, we're serious about this, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting little bit, because we I think we had speculated on something along these lines, but I don't know if it had actually been reported uh, specifically. This is something else that Barrasso notes. Uh, he says, quote, multiple active W superstars had a presence on Twitch, including AJ Styles and Cesaro. One option for talent to remain on sites like Twitch was to share their account with WWE and make only a fraction of the profits while receiving a while receiving a significant portion. Unsurprisingly, this has not been a well-received option. Hold on, is there something missing there? It says and only and make only a fraction of the profit with receiving a significant portion. It was with WWE receiving a significant portion? Uh, that's not clear whether it's. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't that's, know who's just, making the significant amount or yeah, who's that's, making that's the fraction. Clear. That that's needs to clear. be made, you know, we we don't know which one's which. I would assume, just based on the phrasing, I would think WWE would receive a significant portion. That's what, I mean, reading just from this, it seems like WWE seems is the missing now, from the I think the we part, had heard yeah. something to those, that extent that might be part of the thing that WWE wanted to wrap up their talents, Twitch accounts into their umbrella and take a cut. Yeah. I don't recall if that had been more or less directly said yeah we, to be the case yeah there was also the thing about them you get this money but it counts against your downside mm, guarantee mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but again that's right, that, that's right. that hasn't really been like uh, uh confirmed or anything um 
Yeah, I mean the the thing about the thing about making more money off of social media. Um, one one interesting thing that we really haven't come across uh, is wrestle like so a lot of the 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 especially in the case of the female wrestlers they have a massive instagram presence well you can make a lot of money on instagram being an influencer you know uh, yeah. selling stuff. lana that's when you know early on when this whole third party thing came down there was rumors that lana did like an integration for an energy drink or something on her instagram right. that's what kind of started this whole thing that's since i think been kind of denied but you know, uh, just uh, to use that as example of, you know, a WWE talent using their Instagram as a, a, an option for monetization of their content. Yeah. And so who knows if that's going to play into this as well? Um, I mean, if they start telling them to lock down their Instagrams, maybe they already have. I don't know. Maybe they're not allowed to make money that way. Uh, I don't know. I mean, look, it, it, again, it all depends on each wrestler has to take a look at their own individual situations. If, if if one of these wrestlers looks at their Twitch situation and says, you know what? I'm not making a ton of money off this. Uh, I'm making more money being a wrestler. I mean, it, it sucks because like you got to make some hard decisions, but I'm also curious, like wrestlers are going to be, this is going to be one of those things going forward, just like the schedule thing, you know, that wrestlers, if WWE really wants them and they have open offers from AEW, New Japan, wrestlers are going to have to make those decisions. Well, I've always wanted to be a WWE person. I've always wanted to be a WWE superstar. Does that matter more than the freedom that I'm giving up to do this? Because evidently, evidently in the contracts, WWE is 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 allowed to basically do whatever they want. I mean, th th it seems to be, and it wouldn't surprise me, dude. You know, Bruce Pritchard in one of those, I forget, I think it was the podcast uh, where they were talking about. Oh man, it was just the tip of my tongue. We're talking about. Oh 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 oh, it was one uh, back in the day when the the radicals came over from WCW, mm, mm. and I think it's still true to this day. Vince doesn't like dealing with agents. He likes to deal directly with the wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Vince is going to have all the leverage then, yep. um, and that's probably why he does that yep. because he doesn't he doesn't want the hey I'm going to tell you how much you're worth. You're not going to negotiate with me. Um, I mean, look at Rey Mysterio, big big name. His kid's a main eventer, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so he is a singular figure. He's probably like the most well known luchador since El Santo. Um, but if talent wars between companies ramp up again, um, then you might see WWE ease up. Like this is a brand new landscape here. It really is. I and mean, also, the, you know, we, there's there's Andrew Yang, who has said that you know it, it should, which has now come to pass, uh, Biden win the election. That he would hope that he would be in a position to affect some degree of change as far as uh, WWE wrestlers being. Uh, labeled as independent contractors when uh, by every other conceivable measure they are not um, and another aspect of it i guess we can we can get into now is uh pro wrestlers unionizing so of course uh vega after she was released but before it was publicly known she tweeted out i support unionization and then uh screen actor guild president gabrielle uh carteris tweeted to her saying uh, quote, hey, Zelina Vega, thanks for stand, uh, standing strong for labor solidarity. I support you. And then asked 
Vega to email her. So John Alba, who's been doing all, a lot of awesome work uh, on all sorts of stories, uh, reached out to Carteris, who responded with the following statement, quote, wrestling is as much about media as it is about sports, and we are going to directly engage with members of this profession to help find ways for them to protect themselves. As more people reinvest in unions, and as more working people are harassed by employers who don't want to protect them, SAG-AFTRA is committed to doing what we can do to help professional wrestlers secure the protections they deserve. Yeah. That's so, pretty uh, huge. Yeah, that is that is actually really huge. Um, so, yeah, I wonder. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I see a lot of people in chat saying, well, if Andrew Yang's not part of the cabinet XYZ, how much can he do? If, if, if a prominent politician is raising this issue publicly, sometimes that's all that matters. Sometimes that's all that needs to happen. There doesn't here's have the to be congressional hearings no, here's for the things thing. to change. It doesn't have to be that. I mean, it's just sometimes the public pressure is mm-hmm. enough for a company, in this case WWE, to reverse course. Now, if the situation mm-hmm. where Vince feels like he's on the, the precipice of facing a, a significant uh, uh, push from his talents to unionize, that he might think, oh, if I relax on some of this stuff that I'm really pushing, then maybe they'll drop it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. that's that is entirely possible that he if he backtracks on the Twitch and cameo thing, maybe in an effort in his mind to push back against the unionization efforts and maybe placating wrestlers enough so they don't continue to push forward the unionization stuff. Maybe he'll reverse course on that. Maybe that'll maybe that'll affect some degree of change. Just the threat of unionization mm-hmm. will uh, you know either force his hand to provide his independent contractors with true independent contractor status or hire them as employees, which they are for all intents and purposes already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's, it's funny because there are a lot of interesting things happening in labor law these days. I mean, we saw what happened here in California, just with the the elections and the, and the proposition, how, you know, Uber and Lyft poured $200 million into a campaign to, I mean, the, the, the ramifications of that are still going to be are, are, yeah. are going to be we're, we're going to be figuring out that stuff. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not an expert on labor law, so nor am I. I, nor am I. I don't and know. like, I, you know, I've, I've had some I did a short film years ago, like 15 mm-hmm. years ago. So I had some very minor dealings in terms of of, of, of SAG actors and the process you have to go through. And, and you know, there's there back then, 15 years ago, where there were various tiers. Um, that you as a filmmaker could could uh, apply for and and get screen actor guild talent you know um even if you weren't you know a huge blockbuster presentation you know yeah so i mean in that sense i don't, again i don't know if that's still the case i don't know how well it would apply to pro wrestling but considering there's filmmakers of all various budgets you know huge budgets and small budgets and everywhere in between you know there might be again i could be completely off base might be some correlation uh, even if just minor between that and wrestling promotions, large and small. Yeah. You know, and, and their ability to, to employ talent, whether they're union talent or not. Yeah. The Angie's list, you know, and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. 
So uh, amidst the aftermath of Zelina's release on Friday, Russell Votes addressed the status of her husband, Alistair Black, noting, quote, there's a bit more behind the scenes to the Zelina Vega release. Frustration for both sides is an understatement. While it can't be directly tied to today's news, it's on Friday again, Alistair Black recently requested the move back to NXT and was denied dissension amongst the party involved. I want to go back. I mean, if no other reason, you know, I'm assuming he won't go back to NXT because they're not doing anything with him on main roster. <laughs> that would seem to be the big the add to that issue. the frustration I'm sure that he's feeling about the Twitch situation. Yeah, and whether you know he asked for a request back to NXT before or after Zelina was released. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not using me. I can't Twitch now. You just let go of my wife. I mean, I want out of here. Just seems like a logical. Mm-hmm. next step after all those it, it, things. Yeah, it really does, yeah. I mean, the not the not using him is enough, you know. I know. I imagine he's a happy wife, happy happy life kind of guy. I mean, what does he care about twitching? <laughs> but, you know, she seemed to really be... I mean, well, when he was he, involved. I mean, yeah, no, he was totally involved. Yeah. He was, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was his passion. But when you, when you watch, you know, any number of their streams and see that she was doing a lot of solo streams... Just kind of stands the reason she was the you know driving force behind mm-hmm. that stuff. Definitely, I could be totally wrong, but uh, but yeah, no, that that dude, you know, one of the biggest ball drops, if you will, I say in NXT call ups uh, ever. Um, it's it's ridiculous that they're not using that guy. It's at been all. pretty bad. It's been it's, pretty it's bad. been really stupid. Uh, talking about really stupid. Talking Shopamania two was this weekend. What an then it was Friday night too. Idiots. What are they thinking? Opposite SmackDown? Huge numbers. Now hopefully, hopefully it did really well. Rocky Romero and uh, Carl Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows were on our show last week to talk up yeah. talk and shop Mania too. And uh yeah, it was it was about as stupid as as uh as you figured it'd be and I like that Rocky was the one who brought up how big the budget was this year. Oh, the, uh, the, or this the, time around, the, his stuff in LA looked amazing. I'm pretty sure the budget went exclusively to that. It looked, <laughs> I only saw little clips, but it looked no, really, it, really it good. Was, it was. It looked it really was, good. It was filmed. It looked like Lucha Underground, and I think that's what they were kind of getting at. That's what they were sort of spoofing. Yeah, there. I mean, Taya was there, and um, and uh, it was no, it was the it the show was ridiculous. My favorite, honestly, like there was a lot of great bits, but my favorite was. Uh, the nature, the real nature boy, Paul Lee mm-hmm. versus uh, God, what was his name George North, I think. Mm-hmm. And the funniest stuff is when the match is happening and there's really bad, technically bad pro wrestling going on that I don't really know the ins and outs of because I've never been trained in pro wrestling. Yeah. But they're laughing about it out loud and talking about it. Like, you know, uh, Paulie puts like a, a, a headlock on, on George and they start laughing about where his feet are. And they're like, that's not even a proper, you know, headlock. Look at his feet. And I'm like, like his base is off, huh? I have no idea yeah. where my feet would supposed to be. That's funny. But the fact that they're laughing at it makes me good. laugh. Um, so yeah, it was funny. Yeah, the the uh, the the death match was absolutely insane. You can tell they, that that Rocky probably put in a ton of money for that. Um, the uh, the, it, the the rest of it was just it was sort of like the first one. Just it was really really stupid. The uh, ball for a ball match was absolutely hilarious. Uh, 
I don't know. It, it's one of those things where, you know, it, it only costs 15 bucks. This time it was like an hour and a half long. It was like longer than an hour and a half. Um, it was it was pretty damn funny. Uh, I'm not really going to go through the beat for beat here thing. But, uh, but oh, and then, of course, they spoofed uh, uh, Evolution with mm-hmm. Circumcision, where it was actually pretty genius because, you know, they got Paul Lee, of course, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. real nature boy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that Randy Orton had a brother who was a stand-up comedian. What? Who in the face looks exactly like Randy Orton. His name is Nathan Orton. And so he was playing Randy Orton's character in Evolution. Oh, my god! And it's, he goes up there. He goes up to, like, the second rope to do the, the thing. And he just he goes up there and he goes. He goes <laughs> like that. It was. And then uh, 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 Mike Knox played Batista. Mm-hmm. And then this was genius. Mark Jindrak played Triple H. Oh, wow. That's good. Good stuff. Really good, good stuff. That is so. Good. Uh, so yeah, it's on Fight TV. I'd suggest everybody check it out for a good laugh. It's only fifteen bucks, uh, and Rocky Romero needs to make his budget back because it yeah. was like you could tell that he spent money on that. Yeah. No, just because of the few clips, it looked it looks fantastic. I want to try to find time to check it out this week. Mm-hmm. Really do uh, something that uh, we got to check out tonight. We're kind of obligated to Monday Night Raw. It's Raw's Go Home for Survivor Series. That's coming up Sunday, of course. We'll do our customary live reaction stream. And I guess you have to discuss with Big Red potential punishment since this is one of the major four pay-per-views, Steve. Uh, it's probably the least amongst the major four, but nonetheless, it's one of the major four. Yeah. So you got to do punishments. Uh, you don't have to, but that's no, no. It's just big four. You're right. I, I, no, I sort of thought about that this weekend, and then I forgot thinking about it. So I will solicit well, ideas. Time. You have time. So we'll, we don't we'll have to do predictions until later in the week. So yeah, I know, I know. Let's we'll, we'll get ideas from people and see what they uh, see what they have to say. Very well. Let's talk about uh, Raw though. Two matches announced, confirmed. Oh, whoa, whoa, man! Jorge D says Steve has to bite a pint of ice cream if he loses. Well, if it's like a pop, oh, if it's a popsicle, oh, oh, just like a straight on, oh. But I don't know what you would have to do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a coward like you. I can eat a popsicle. Uh, first up here, Drew McIntyre to challenge Randall Keith Orton in a WWE Championship rematch. Who wins? Oh, Drew. Drew is totally going to get that title back. Yeah, I didn't watch SmackDown yet, but based on what I read about it, they're really setting up for some sort of Drew Roman Reigns thing. Even if you get on social media, it's clearly Drew versus Roman Reigns at Survivor Series. Like it, it's everything except for the title. That's they're treating like that. They're treating that as if it's a formality at that at this point. Mm-hmm. There is no Randy Orton to be found on SmackDown to promote Survivor Series match. Uh, yeah, this is totally happening. They're probably going to do Orton versus Fiend at Survivor Series if there's room for it. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Also, SmackDown, SmackDown was pretty solid last week. Yeah, the 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 I read a recap of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it sounded pretty fun. Uh, and then also the New Day versus Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander of Hurt Business. Uh, the challenge taking on, uh, or sorry, are competing in a Raw Tag Team Championship match. Yeah, this one they yeah they they did another they did another thing. I, I hope that they're just sort of biding their time with Big E because they just did another backstage segment with him talking to the Street Profits about the New Day, emphasizing the fact that Big E was with the New Day and now he's not. And now he's just backstage taking money from people for doing silly things. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of, I mean, the segment was funny, but like, man, like on the road to ro- to the Royal Rumble, we need to really start pushing Big E. Um, I don't think, I don't think the titles are going to change hands here. 
um, given that uh, New Day already took a loss against Hurt Business, and that's just not really a dream match. New mm. Day versus Street Profits, nobody really cares about that. Um, I mean, that's the match they care about. No, no, I'm sorry. Street Profits versus Hurt Business, nobody cares about that. Uh, I want to see more about Team Raw, though, man. That's that's my jam yeah. right now. I like. The There's a rumored stuff. match, but I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it because uh, uh, that was like spoiler okay. territory. Maybe. Okay. All right. That's cool. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Anyways, we want to answer some questions. Yeah, let's answer some questions. Uh, uh, Rustlin Graham. Uh, Vince's friend in DC has given you access to area to an Area 51 time travel machine to see the oh, championship cool. reign play out as intended. Do you A, stop Rollins from powerbombing Kane to the table so he doesn't get hurt, or B, mm-hmm. stop Seth from powerbombing Finn into the barricade? That's a good question. I would stop Seth from powerbombing Finn, Finn? into the barricade mm-hmm. um, for a couple reasons. I think that that Seth thing would have happened... At some point, anyways, the Finn thing really did seem to be a fluke. Like that was just a bad, bad luck. But Seth did that freaking buckle bomb, uh, or whatever it was he was doing. I think it was, wasn't he trying to do a buckle bomb on Kane? On Kane? Or was he no, taking he did, a sun, he did a sunset flip power bomb with Kane to the table, and when he landed, he landed on his instep. Oh, was is that what it was? Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. For some reason, in my head, I have a different. That's not shocking. Um, yeah. I don't know. I get the. I, I just get the feeling all the all the weight that he would. I mean, even doing a buck. I mean, he still does buckle bombs, and you're driving a lot of weight on your shoulders and running around like that. It's just, I, don't know, I just feel like that was inevitable, and he probably I had to have that happen. Odd, anyways. That uh, so that was like a couple weeks before Survivor Series, and so they had a thing where Roman won the belt, Survivor Series, Sheamus cashed in on him. Like I thought, I remember reading back then. I could be way off that Roman was going to just beat Seth for the belt at, Summer, at Survivor Series that year, anyways. So you're probably right. Like I think you're right about that. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah Finn, I think, I think right Finn eventually was going to get destroyed by Brock. So Brock get the title. But nonetheless, who could have had, you know, a several month long reign with, mm-hmm. with Finn. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been definitively probably the best NXT call up of all time. Yeah. Nate Chive, who in wrestling can make the best peach cobbler. That sounds really good. Uh, I don't know who's good at cooking. I mean, Baron's good at cooking meats. Um, uh, well, she's not in WWE anymore, but uh, Tennille Dashwood had a show. Oh, that's right. She had a cooking show. So if, if the question is wrestling, then it's probably Tennille Dashwood. Didn't Renee Young? She's got a cookbook coming out, so I'll say Renee Young. That's a good answer, too. Again, not WWE, but... Juan Guerrero Jr., Mr. Triple Mania, says, bon- uh, Book a completely bonkers match worthy of being the Triple Mania main event. Man, I don't even know... Uh, I mean, know who's you combined Raider Rift, which is like the tournament based thing, but everybody's in there. It's like a gauntlet tournament type thing, rumble type thing. And then but you also make that for the mega championship, so Kenny's in it. So when you win, not only do you get that belt, you still get the giant sword. Mm-hmm. And so oh, you yeah. have Kenny, you have Penta, you have Phoenix, you have Psycho Clown, uh yeah, Taurus, put Aerostar in that movie. Aerostar, Aero, he has to have fall a big off fall, all sorts yeah. of top things, sorry, high things. 
Uh, you bring Dr. Wagner Jr. back, Blue Demon and his hammer. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. eight. So that's a good field. There you go. Yeah. And then uh, also, if, you, if you're if you pinned or submitted, you got to lose your mask. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But that happens anyways. <laughs> Virtually. Yeah, basically. Easy. Big Chris, oh, Big sorry, Chris coming with the gifted subs to the community. Thank you oh, so thank much. Afro Fofo, Dr. Steve Winters, Big Dog, Josh83. Thank you so much for that. Um, and we also got a Manateets with a, a sub as well. I'll also get that in there. I got a question here from Easy. Do you think a non-pandemic setting or in a non-pandemic setting, we would have gotten Survivor Series 2019 format with triple threat matches? Or should that be the way here on out? I, I kind of feel like the only reason that one year they had NXT involved because they were pushing NXT on USA. Uh, NXT is going to is kind of just doing what it's doing on USA. Um, you know, I, I, I know you've mentioned this, that essentially NXT on Wednesday exists not to best AEW in the ratings, but to siphon viewers away from AEW in the ratings so that AEW can't basically compete with Raw and SmackDown's numbers. Um, I don't think WB as a company or Vince has any interest in really involving NXT on a consistent basis in any of the main roster storylines. If Vince wanted NXT at Survivor Series, he would put NXT at Survivor Series. Um, the COVID thing is a good, I mean, it's a good theory, but yeah. he would have he would have made it happen. He would have made it happen. That dude's about to have 80,000 strong at WrestleMania regardless. He's going to have it. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't care. I don't care if it's a super spreader. <sighs> Sean Lathrop, on a scale of 1 to 10, how hype would you be for a Drew Gulak versus Orange Cassidy match? That could be oh, fun. He said, Shikara Colony fans know why I ask. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know, five. They have history in those promotions? I don't know anything about that. I'm not that. familiar with, with Shikara stuff. Uh, Nick, with both the tag and WWE titles on the line tonight, is it possibly see Hurt Business as new t- tag champs and a Miz cash in? No and no. Uh, a Miz? No, I mean Miz is gonna tease a cash in of some mm-hmm. sort. He'll mm-hmm. tease it. He, but it's they'll probably do the thing where you know, they they start to announce it and then they cut it off. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and no, I don't think the tag titles are not gonna change hands. Uh, Panda Police Club. Uh, make an NFL offensive lineup. Uh, skill positions. So skill quarterbacks, positions. two receivers, running back, and tight end. Man, I moved into number one place. I saw that. Are the friendo fantasy? I saw that. Very excited about that. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody in. Oh, Lance Archer was a college quarterback. He'll be the quarterback. Oh, that's cool. Um, wide receivers. Somebody, some need, they need to be fast, but also a uh, uh, quick feet, so you can run good routes. Bianca Belair. Okay. Who else? Need two receivers. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who else is fast? Montez Ford. Be a husband okay. and wife receiver there you team. Go. There you go. Uh, running back. Um, Ricochet. There you go. Uh, tight end. Rob Gronkowski. Good enough. <laughs> okay. Bassy uh, 26. Yeah. If you both were to have a six-month period of booking a wrestling promotion starting today, given the circumstances of the world, which promotion would you choose? And where would you lead the creative for it? Uh, I mean, that's not exactly a promotion. It's a brand within a promotion, but I'd probably say Raw of, of the three 
WWE brand. Why would you book Raw? I mean, just to answer the question, I think AEW, they're fine. New Japan, they're fine. Oh, Impact seems to be doing good. Wow. So you're saying that you taking over, you're going to go fix Raw. Okay. Yeah, that's the idea. All right. I would go, I, I would want to know what the, you know, AEW seems to have a really lovely collaborative environment. I would say, hey, uh, enough of that. No more freedom. It's my way or the highway. Here are very specific scripts for everybody to read. Very specific direction for how I'm, I'll give you line readings. Even um, I need, and I would just, I would just completely WWE the process. But with me as the Vince, I would say, look, you gave me six months. All right, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and nobody would be allowed to be on Twitch. Taking that away too. Those are the ratings going in the toilet. Uh, Greg Morris. <laughs> Aside from actually winning matches, how else do you build retribution? I mean, they got to win. That's part of it. They have to win. They have to win. And, uh, well, I mean, part of it, too, is they got to stop being booked like chumps. Like, even if they don't win matches, like, cause a little this, bit of chaos. Like, some chaos and book them like they're actually threatening to some degree, because right now right? they're not. They're not threatening at all. They need Anthony. to. They need to cause some chaos. Yes. Anthony Tobias, which wrestler would you take Black Friday shopping with you? I've never done it. I probably won't ever do it. But, I mean, it's got to be someone like Braun. No one's going to mess with you if you got Braun. Yeah, I know. I was trying to think of, like, a more clever, like, somebody who's good with, like, mosh pits. Well, Seth, then. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, he used to do the, yeah, the straight-edge dancing type stuff. Or Alexander Wolf. <laughs> yeah, him, too. Those are good yep. answers. Yeah. Yep. Seth and Alexander Or the headbangers. Wolf. Plus, Seth is the architect, so he could design the perfect plan. Because, I go. mean, that's one thing. You have to be very strategic with Black Friday. You got to be strategic. You can't just go in there with brute force. Uh, Mr. Biff Top Johnny, with what you've seen from the Iconics, do you think it's possible that Dirt Sheets got it wrong and Vince actually has high hopes for Billy Kay? No, so here's the thing. The ones that we sort of funnel through going in raw like fightful stuff like that even like dave Meltzer. when they report on something most of the time especially like sean rossap i believe him in that that information is true in the moment but the old adage things change is completely true because we're yep. dealing with vince i mean when we're talking about this stuff we're dealing with vince mcmahon whose whims change on a moment. I completely and totally believe that Vince McMahon at one point saw a big single star in Peyton Royce. And she probably just got lost in the shuffle. He probably just said, yeah, break up the iconics. We can make, I mean, maybe he saw her Instagram post of her bodybuilding stuff. Cause she recently won some awards, like doing some bodybuilding stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was probably like, Oh wow. He's, you know, Vince, he's a big bodybuilding guy. He was like, oh, I could make a big star out of her. Why is she in a tag team? We don't do anything. I don't like tag team wrestling. So like, and then a day later or a day after the Iconics break up, he forgets about it. Yep. So then uh, where is she? She's on Raw, right? Yeah, yeah she's on and Raw. A, and, and, and like a kind of a tag team with, uh, with Lacey Evans. So Raw Creative is scrambling to do stuff with the tag team stuff because that's where Shayna and I are, are doing. And it's pretty high profile mm -hmm. stuff with mm -hmm. Team Raw. So, like, she just go, oh, you got to put her in a tag team because we're doing tag team stuff now. Put her with Lacey Evans. She ain't doing nothing. 
And that's it. That's how it happens. And then meanwhile, on SmackDown, the writers there see how much personality Billy Kay has. And they and of course they're gonna use her. Yep. Of course. Yep. So yep. yeah, I don't think I, I don't think Vince has I think that Vince just goes from moment to moment in his day. <laughs> he likes different stuff. And then he says stuff and people start to put that in motion, but then another moment happens. And then don't and it's change. gone. This all changes. Uh, Brad Seymour, with everything that went down with Zelina, do you think there is major significance in Sasha being credited using her real name in the newest episode of Mandalorian? No, she probably needs to use her real name for, uh, speaking of the Screen Actors Guild, yeah. to get into that. Yeah, so as opposed to Sasha Banks, which WWE owns. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. So, like, has there been a time in the past when... Because I think even like when The Miz was in those Marine movies, he was credited as Mike, Mike Mizanin. Miz, Mizanin, yeah. Mizanin. Has anybody besides like Hulk Hogan uh, been credited? Who and He brought Hulk Hogan. He, he owns Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he was Hulk Hogan before he was yeah. in the movie. Has anybody in WWE been credited as Mr. Kennedy as credited as when he was in that one movie? I can was, look it up real quick. Yeah, yeah. Was it was Behind Enemy was. Lines Columbia? Is that what it was? Something like that, yeah. I mean, um, was Dolph credited as Dolph Doesn't Ziggler? John Cena claim that WWE owns John Cena? What about Dolph? Wasn't he credited as Dolph Ziggler as opposed to Nick Nemeth when he did Countdown? But that's a WWE production. Maybe that's different. I don't know. Okay, so according to this... According to the Wikipedia entry, he's credited as Mr. Kennedy, but I, well, okay, I don't know. Usually, it would say "build as." Let me look at. Let me look at IMDb. But that was also a WWE production, right? Yeah, yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I don't know. I don't know what, what he was. Uh, it doesn't say on the cover art. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, no, I don't think that one has anything to do with the other. No. Uh, in fact, this is all stuff that was probably shot and decided on months ago. Uh, Gareth Nicholas, hypothetical scenario, the Montreal screw job never happened. Uh, Hitman went to WCW, only returned back in 2003. Would an injury-free Brett have had a successful second run similar to, to Shawn Michaels? Um, I guess if he, I guess another uh, hypothesis here is that Goldberg never kicked him in the head because that's what forced him to retire. Um, would Brett have had a, a successful second run had he not retired? What's the age difference between Brett and Sean? Not sure. Well, I mean, there's a thing that, like, you know. There were there were like high there were moments in WCW with Bret Hart that I thought were pretty cool. He would have um, been Bret would have been forty six in two thousand three. Oh God, Sean wasn't he? So he was like what? And Sean was thirty eight. So he was eight years eight years older. Bret Hart was. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. I mean, it's kind of a big difference there. Yeah. Um. I mean, given that, combined with. Brett and the WWE not being on the same page until like years and years later. I mean, I don't know. It's possible they could have reconciled, um, you know, what in, in, in 2002 or 2003 or something. I guess it's possible they could have reconciled. Maybe. I mean, I think his, I, I don't think he would have had, obviously, his like mania match with Vince McMahon would have gone down a lot different. I don't know, but yes. they probably would have reconciled before that. It, it wouldn't yeah, shock me. If, if he there was, was still Montreal wrestling. Screw job, if it was a more of a, a amicable situation where Brett left, then I don't see any reason why he, you know, unless he just didn't want to wrestle anymore, go back to WWE in 2003 or whatever. Whatever happened. Um, so he left he happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see the part about the Montreal screw job. Never happened. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he'd have come back. He, I mean, he, he, he might have come back. He might have. Made the invasion into a palpable, into a decent angle. Entirely possible. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, Kyle Collier, uh, how likely do you think a wrestler's union will happen in light of recent events? And if not a union, maybe some kind of big shift in policy, maybe. I'd be um, shocked if an actual union happened. But I also would be shocked if nothing changed over the mm-hmm. next 10 years. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think you're right. I, I'm pessimistic about the possibility of it happening simply because I don't know if enough wrestlers are into it yeah i don't even know if they want to do it um but hopefully just the the threat of unionization is enough to affect some change to uh, provide them with with a better working environment yeah yeah uh lord ziffer now the seth storyline is seemingly wrapped up they just kind of did that real quick huh oh here on smackdown we'll wrap up this storyline we've had going on for months Um, yeah i kind yeah it was uh it was a fun match and the uh, the post match stuff with the with the Mysterios and Murphy was hilariously great. It was, <laughs> it was so God. It was so funny. It was um, so funny. Uh, Lord Ziffer asked, "What do you see Murphy doing now till Mania? Is there gold in his future? Or do you think he's just going to be in the Battle Royal, assuming they have one at Mania?" Man, I don't know. I honestly don't know if Rey Mysterio wants to keep his family on TV, then Murphy's going to be right there with them. I mean, he basically accepted him into familia uh, at the, you know, at SmackDown. I don't know who's going to win this Seth versus Murphy match. Um, when is, isn't Seth supposed, Seth supposed to be leaving soon to, to be mm-hmm. dad. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's going to be pretty soon here. You would hope. I would. I really hope that Murphy's going to win this. But he's also Seth Rollins. I know. Well, Seth already beat Murphy once. Yeah, they did a one-on-one, didn't they? Yeah. Seth um, won that one. I, I think it would do the world for Murphy, but then they have to follow through with it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if if it's if it's in-ring talent, Mur- Buddy Murphy might be like a top five in-ring talent guy in WWE. He really oh, he's is. He's so good. He's so damn um, good. And he's been good on the mic when given the opportunities. I'm not going to say he's like, you know, amazing on the mic. Uh, but I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see, but I, I don't know. I mean, it, my, the pessimist in me says that Murphy's going to get, uh, he's going to sort of fall to the mid card. Mm-hmm. Or like you know, in the lower mid card, he's not gonna he's not gonna be tuckered, uh, but he'll. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tyler Woodward says, "Here's an interesting question for you guys. So we all know that all sports have grassroots, such as rugby, football, and basketball. I think he means like uh, for football, there's Pop Warner leagues, Little League for baseball, etc. Uh, do you think pro wrestling will ever have a grassroots program? As most wrestlers have the dream of being a wrestler at a young age, uh, professional wrestling probably not." You know, most uh, schools from junior high upwards have amateur wrestling mm-hmm. yeah. as as one of the sports options. And, I, you know, a lot of amateur wrestlers have gone on to become professional wrestlers because, mm-hmm. you know, you might not learn necessarily the fundamentals of professional wrestling if you're wrestling, you know, amateurly. But you're going to learn, you know, the, the fundamentals of wrestling, mm-hmm. which you can carry over mm-hmm. to a degree. Um, you're more likely to get looked at if you succeed in amateur wrestling, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Combat Kev, in your opinion, what do you think has been the most shocking moment from pro wrestling this year? Okay, take COVID out of things, and I guess take speaking out out of things. Those are pretty two two pretty big shocking things. Uh, evil turning on Lij. Oh my god! Evil winning those titles. That was like I don't even know. If, I mean, I, I guess I was shocked, but I was like, really? Mm. I know. Mm. Uh. Yeah, there was that. Let's see what chat says. Anybody? Uh, uh, Brody Lee decimating Cody for the TNT title. Edge, Edge was pretty shocked. I mean, I know oh, yeah. it, it was. It was like you doesn't know, even seem like it was this year. <laughs> I know. No, that's so why I was trying to go back to like pre-COVID, which seems like a completely different. When did Fire? When did the Fiend debut? That was last year. That was last year. Yeah, Becky, Becky, Becky being pregnant was that was pretty shocking. That was pretty shocking. Yeah. Uh, Dalen Dula, you've just been contacted by Elon Musk. He and his friends are interested in in investing in raw gate technology, but still need some convincing before they pony up the money. Just what will be your proof of concept? Uh, It's Um, filmed. It's done. It's it's we book raw. Just sit him down. What wrestlers do you recruit? Raw gate mutant. Well, I mean, Rawgate Mutant just wasn't, he didn't exist. He was an a, amalgam of he was created several wrestlers. Well, Daniel Bryan, obviously. He's got the flesh mech. Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> that's the counterbalance to, to Rawgate. Yeah. Is Daniel Bryan. Yeah. But if you get him on your side, you never have to, have to risk him being whistleblower. God damn it, that stuff was funny. It was really good. I don't know. You get a lot of really good that. stuff. It was hilarious. Rawgate whistleblower. God damn it, that it was, was so funny. Good. It was so good. <laughs> Raw game like, mutant. What a great concept! It really was. Remember, uh, we had a Jinder Mahal was Rawgate mutant hunter. 
Yeah, until he got absorbed. <laughs> and then he got absorbed. Uh, Joshua Culver, are you guys trying to land more interviews? Your interviews with the Good Brothers and Dark Side of the Ring were both fun and different from than a typical interview format. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's something we're definitely interested in. Uh, landed more interviews because uh, both of those uh, went really well. We had a lot of fun doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think historically speaking, we've never considered ourselves interviewers, but you know, like anything else, more reps, uh, you get more comfortable, and ultimately you'll do better. But I thought the last two we did well, both went really well. It's just good for the channel. It's good mm-hmm. for the show to do that. So, like, by the way, I'm actually kind of shocked. Today's news beef, what happened over the weekend? Some breaking news. Season three of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Got some new details about that. Mm-hmm. They confirmed a couple of the topics. Uh, mm-hmm. Pillman, WCW North Korea, and uh, and Jake the Snake Roberts and his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are all topics that were confirmed. Who mm-hmm. confirmed them? Going in raw. In Scoop. an interview with the creators of Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Got the scoop. Uh, yeah. What else went down in that interview? You guys need to be watching that. It was, interview. A, it was, it was really a really, it was a really fun chat. You know, like uh, they're both filmmaking guys. They both made films. You know, and, they're and actual filmmakers. Actual filmmakers, <laughs> yeah. unlike us yeah. who went, just went to film school and tried and didn't get that far. Um, <laughs> so just on that level, it was, it was nice to talk to him, professional in terms of professional wrestling. And, and I know one of the one of our first questions we wanted to ask, and they kind of answered it in the course of the conversation was what kind of influence fluidness the visual style of the film and when they said the thin blue line i was like as oh, soon as he said boom. thin blue line i was like that makes total sense it makes all the sense even down to the music and the titles and yes. all that yeah. it makes all the sense in the world and it was great to get that and it's a, a, a point of reference that we all understood and when they started talking about the the kevin von eric interview and how he felt like he's being healed by nature i was like oh yeah it's like a very terrence malick thing and they're like yes so it was fun to talk to him not just about the wrestling aspect of stuff and, and the topics they cover on the show, which is great into itself, but talking about their inspirations, their approach to the show, uh, you know, references to other films and filmmakers along the way. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, definitely check it out. It's, it's, it's long, but it's well worth the watch. I was fascinated by the, the casting process. Mm-hmm. They film them behind like a, a like a foggy window or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really great because like yeah, it, it is. It was honestly like my the favorite my favorite interview we've same, ever done, same. including I, the time when I got too close to Kyle O'Reilly. I feel like we probably could have talked another hour easily. No, I know. Me too. I know. I agree totally. Like I was not even close to being done, but I was like, yeah, an hour is good enough. An hour is yeah, good enough. Yeah. Uh, Fear and loathing. Would you guys accept jobs on Mars to run its first wrestling federation? What wrestlers would you try to recruit? Rawgate Mutant. Of course. Obviously, yeah. um, uh, uh, Beal Armstrong. <laughs> you'd have, yeah, you'd have an inside inside scoop on the Mars another great, wrestling another, scene. Another great story from our wrestling Beal Armstrong. God endeavors. dang, man! God damn it, it was so good. When are you gonna start coming over? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta do that for some patrons, man. Yeah, we gotta bring it back. Get your butt over here. Just wear a goddamn mask. We'll get tested. When are they going to do the test where you just like that? And then, oh, it's good. Oh, the home, the home test? I know. Hopefully Something like that. Let's get one of those. I want to play some. The other day when, when somebody asked, uh, uh, hey, do you guys missing being next to each other? At first, I was like, no, not really. But I was like, man, I miss playing video games. That was actually really fun. That was fun. Because a lot of times we come with ideas and not tell each other. Yeah, I know. I know. My favorite was just like when you're doing fun wrestling was I'll just throw in stories for the wrestlers, and then you just have to adapt. <laughs> you have to improv your way out of Well, that was the thing with B.L. Armstrong. You mentioned it. the Martian Parasite. I was like, oh, I know where I can take this. It's good. <laughs> but then, like, whoever that was pregnant. Yeah. It's like, mm-mm. Yeah, you got to shut that down. 
But, yeah. you know, that keeps you on your toes. It's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, whatever you would tell me, I'd try to I'd allude to your booking decisions and try to spoil stuff for you. Yeah, it was great. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we'll end on this one. Blaze Carroll, if Andrew Yang does get into position to address the contracted uh, worker situation, could these wrestlers come back and sue WWE for lost revenue or wrongful termination? You're asking the wrong people. Don't know. <laughs> Don't Don't know. know. No idea. No idea on that. No clue. Mm-hmm. All right, that's uh, the way to end the show, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andy Jocelyn says, I miss your dumb WWE 2K19 stuff. I kind of miss your old office, too. I don't miss being at the office. Like, I, we needed to have the office to show us that we really don't need the office. Um, I mean, it was cool to have, but uh, I really enjoy being at home. Um, so, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's not, especially, yeah. especially given the circumstances where the kids are, are you know, at home doing their school stuff. It's 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 really beneficial to be here. I just feel like I get a lot like we get so much more done. Like honestly, pandemic has been it's been kind of eye opening in terms of, hey, now we've got this Twitch thing because we do our recaps right after the show and that's where a lot of people are on Twitch. It's just it's it's, you know, I think it's sort of helped us understand how to run the business better from a production yeah, standpoint. Totally. Mm-hmm. So uh Zondo has an interesting punishment idea. Loser has to eat a Survivor Series of increasingly hot wings, fat, <laughs> or you have to hit, uh, eat a single burger, a double, triple, a quad, oh, and, and like a, a five patty one. That sounds that's, like a that's that's way too much. Somebody mentioned, uh, I don't know who it was, mentioned uh, somebody has to eat an onion like an apple. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Oh, more likely just to start crying. Oh. That's too much. We'll figure something fun out. We'll figure something out. All right. uh, That's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We will be live with our recap of Monday Night Raw tonight, right after the show. And then that goes live on uh, via VOD on YouTube uh, shortly after and in the audio realm. Of course, if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, do us a favor. Leave us a rating review or a comment if you're watching us on YouTube. Please leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought about anything we talked about today. Uh, Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect 
instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.